Welcome to Talk Commerce, where we explore how merchants, agencies, and developers experience commerce and the communities they work and live in. Don't forget, your free joke will be at the end of this intro. Today I have Yissa Ritzma from Yurio. Yissa and I have an open conversation around Mage Open Source Community Alliance and their recent letter talking about what to do with the Magento open source. Should they fork it or should we go? We talk about the reaction from the Magento Association and take a look at what could be done better in the community. If you're interested in talking more about this subject, please go to talkcommerce.com forward slash let's talk and we can keep this conversation moving. The bottom line is that this has sparked some energy in our community and more talk makes it better. This episode was recorded on September 21st, 2021. And now, your free joke. Coding is all fun and games until you come across an error that's not on Stack Overflow. And now you actually have to read the documentation. The Talk Commerce podcast is sponsored by Swift Daughter. E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet Swift Daughter. Swift Daughter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento Certification Study Materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TALKCOMMERCE for 15% off any digital goods at swiftotter.com. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Hi, welcome to this bonus super duper episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Yissa Ritzma. Yissa, go ahead and introduce yourself. I know you've been on the show a couple times, but uh, go ahead and introduce yourself again. Tell us if you've had any news in the last couple of months. And um, mm. then we're going to dive into the Magento Open Source Alliance. No, Magento Community Open Source Alliance. Magento the Mos- Open Source Moscow. Open so- Moscow. 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 Privyet. Okay. But first, um, thank you, uh, Bront uh, Poterson. Um, yeah. So uh, my name is uh, Josje Rootsma. How, how did he pronounce it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's my name. <laughs> did I get it right that time? Yeah, that's don't perfect. Don't start actually. confusing me with new uh, new pronunciations. Sorry. Yeah. My no, wife is start... going to kill me. <laughs> so so here it goes. It's the same uh, pronunciation <laughs> like uh, since the moment I was born. Uh, Jesse Reitsma from the, the Netherlands. Um, yeah, and, uh, I do stuff. Uh, <laughs> I do stuff, too. I, uh, yeah. Um, but we don't uh, we don't go to uh, conferences uh, lately anymore because of reasons. Um, and um, well, but, but we're still we are uh, uh, really on the edge talking about all kinds of interesting things in the in the Magento community. 
Um, <laughs> I think I don't want to introduce me uh, myself that long. I want to talk about. All right, go. Uh, let's go. Let's talk about the Magento open source community letter. In fact, I have it here. You, you Moscow. keep talking. I'm going to pull it up. Moscow. Moscow. Yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that would be uh, politically already uh, a little bit uh, challenging, as in um, Magento, of course, originally came from kind of like a almost like a triangle between Los Angeles, uh, Tel Aviv, where a couple of the developers all were, also were from, and um, uh, Kiev. But yeah, Kiev, and then uh, from Kiev to Moscow. That's uh, that's kind of like the story, uh, I think. Yeah. All right. So it's the Mage Open Source Community Alliance. Yes, I'll get it yeah. right one of these days. Um, or Mage OS, as some Mage people OS, call yeah. it. Or yeah. Mosca. Or the open with the, letter with the hard C, Moscow. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Let, yes. let, let's not not make, not make that joke anymore about Moscow. We'll just go for Moscow. Moscow. Okay. Mosca. Good. So, um, it, you know, I think if I've I've seen a ton of opinions on this, and if anything, the biggest opinion is about forking. So we're going to go into forking, uh, but I do think that if anything, the letter has sparked more energy in our community and uh, made people wake up yeah 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 and, and the, the beauty about uh, the whole thing so uh hate it or li like it or think whatever you, you think about it uh, the, the cutlery is simply just in the community because uh, everyone is talking about uh, forking or still about spooning um and sometimes even about knifing uh, and that's that's then going the the total wrong way of course but i, th I think like uh, by by now um uh, I think everyone in the Magento community should have at least read the letter, know what it's about, um, because there's there's already so much writing about uh, about the letter and and also um, uh, a lot of people blogging then about their own reaction to the letter, <laughs> like I did. Yeah, <laughs> like there's a few people that are then and people somebody some people have been doing podcasts about the letter as well. Yeah, that's that's been really yeah, boring. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we, we should uh, talk uh, commerce, uh, but then then not about letters or anything. No, but let's talk about the letter anyway because it's it's um, it's kind of like a fundamental thing happening to the community, of course. Um, yeah. So so what is your opinion about it? <laughs> yeah, it's so like a little little question and an enormous answer. Uh, but here we go. Okay, so I think that the, uh, the, the underlying premise of the letter is to get Adobe to wake up, to realize that there's a lot of people out here that care about their product and the actual underlying, the underpinning, the undercode of the product, which is the open source part of it, that drives everything is being neglected. And there's large parts of it, including the roadmap that aren't being shared with the broader community. And there's a lack of transparency from the Adobe side and from the Magento Association side on what, where Magento open source is going. Yeah. Yeah. I think from the Magento Association side, they're stuck because they really have no control over whatever. I think what Magento Association could be doing better is just simply communicating with the broader community. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I think uh, the, the Magento Association is a story on its own. Uh, where you could uh, be still still positive about it, um, even though th there was not a lot of things still uh, accomplished after, and, and that's that's also what I what I forgot about. Whether it's only a year that they're they've been actively busy or a, a little bit longer, 
Um, but it all starts not with the Magento Association, but it starts with um, the Adobe takeover. And I think the fair effect also is um, that uh, slowly the, the Magento ecosystem is already being split um, in, in half, two halves, one still, still leaning towards the old architecture. Um, and old doesn't mean that we, we need to stick to old libraries, but we can still upgrade them. But it's the old monolith. Uh, it's, it's basically um, the, the Magento 1 application modernized towards Magento 2, but not made more complex, but just simply made more performant, more agile, um, uh, but still something that you could host on a single server. Versus, um, of course, the Adobe story that, that is really aiming uh, for the larger customers, the larger clients, uh, and therefore also everything uh, fits for Adobe to move up market to, to allow for this integration between commerce and, uh, and all of their own uh, parts, uh, Adobe I.O. and, and etc., um, and that split has been going on already since the takeover, or actually already before that. Um, so theoretically, already during the eBay days, there was this split between the open source version and the, the enterprise version. Uh, so community version versus uh, enterprise version. Um, so it's, it's not new. Uh, it's only that now, um, slowly, everyone started to get disappointed. And then actually... Um, one man stood up, <laughs> uh, but, but it, 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 theoretically it, it was one man, Willem Wigman from the Netherlands as well. Um, but, but I think it, it was basically him just creating something that it, it sparked uh, the fire for, for everyone else as well. Um, and that's also showing that maybe he's the first name on the, on the letter, but there are 17, 17 others, if I counted correctly. Um, uh, also signing the letter, and then on top of it, I don't know, like thousands already. Yeah, uh, there was. I think the last time I looked, it was like thirteen hundred. Um, so I yeah. just I, I want to put some criticism on the letter itself. I feel as though should they should have waited a little bit to get some more, um, maybe get some more community involvement. The letter was very European specific, which is okay. I suppose they wanted to get it out fast, um, but. It didn't include anybody outside of the European community that was involved no. in, in writing the letter. I don't know who wrote the actual letter. I, I'm assuming it was sort of written by committee. But um, I suppose also that if they would have waited, then the letter would have gone around and around like in a in a cycle of, of washing machine limbo. No, never no. been published. Yeah, and then and that, that's the, the the question I have as well. Uh, so the, there is the Magento Association. So regardless of uh, how how productive you think they are, uh, regardless of um, um, uh, whether they're being influenced by Adobe or not, they're there, um, and um, they're they're formally still being uh, pushed forward as uh, the, the community initiative. And uh, the Magento Association uh, was also uh, told about the letter. Um, a week in advance, um, and that was a little bit short notice to to react upon it. Um, so theoretically, that should have been a longer notice. Uh, another thing was uh, that um, after Meet Magenta Poland, that only took place yesterday, with uh, the panel between um, uh, between uh, the, the, the Hufa members, so the the designers of the letter. Uh, plus um, uh, Magento Association uh, uh, members as well. Um, 
after that panel, actually, um, uh, I was contacted also by uh, Igor uh, Mijailo, uh, Igor Miao Miao. And since actually uh, Max and Anton uh, left the building, um, I think actually Igor is one of the, the most uh, high-level figures on the technical side currently with uh, Magento. Um, and he contacted me like, uh, but, but why do we need to discuss a fork? Why, why can't we solve it in a different way? And why did these guys not come to me um, in the first place? So there could be a lot of, um, I would say that negative points about putting up that letter, publishing it right now, not consulting enough with Adobe, not consulting enough with the Magento Association. But that's maybe the point, as you mentioned. Like, yeah, I think you're by, right. By, ask, by asking everyone's opinion, um, then everything gets more bureaucratic, more democratic, which is a good thing. But then what's going to happen? Um Still, personally, I, I still have a different opinion on top of this as well, as in, um, so the whole thing for me started with uh, Willem contacting me uh, more than a year ago when, um, I have to say that correctly, so I think actually um, last year Reacticon took place, Reacticon number three for the third time, um, but it was supposed to be taking place in June. Uh, we uh, we already booked uh, a zoo in the Netherlands to make it really, really awesome. Um, so I, I think already somewhere in, in early 2020, Willem contacted me and we talked about uh, that he was busy with developing something and he wanted to announce that thing during uh, Reacticon number three. So I really pushed him like, don't, don't do it before before my conference. <laughs> Let's make it a really big, uh, big thing. And, and then the thing actually happened. Uh, Reacticon was uh, three days finally in the end as, a, as an online conference. And the third day at the end, Willem just presented his thing. And he inspired a lot of uh, people, I guess. Um, but then, yeah, that, that inspiration basically just um, um, led into a concrete thing. So instead of talking about change, he simply presented his own change. And that's, that's what I still love as uh, personally being a developer. In, instead of just talking about the change, uh, let's do it. And that's, that's what the letter also did. Uh, they, they said like, well, we, we can wait, we can talk, we can do a lot of different things, uh, but we can also make that fork happen right now. And if the fork is not needed, well, then let's drop it. But then in the end, if it is needed, um, then we already have that fork right now as well. That, that's the beauty, I think, of um, <laughs> not asking everyone's opinion. No, I think you're right. The, the letter is is a is pressure to be put on people to make action, and and it certainly has caused action. Um, so I just wanted to I want to go to the Magento Association, their reaction, um, and it was quite mute. Um, it, Danny uh, Vercade will the will act as the board liaison for Open Source Task Force. I know that they've had an open source initiative for quite a long time. But let's face it, how long is it? How long have they been around? Two or three years now? Two years at least. So. Yeah. Yeah. And still nothing has happened. And I don't know um, from this community side of it, the Magento Association, how long should we wait for something to happen? Yeah. Well, and, and, and personally, I also think that maybe some of the things were, were overcomplicated in the initial mission statement that Magento Association had. Uh, so, for instance, in the early days, I was contacted as being a trainer myself 
um, uh, with the question, would you like to collaborate with the Magento Association to put down an official training program for all kinds of new Magento developers? Um, but then, then basically that's already a proposal or an idea that the Magento Association should should mingle with that, that actually everything that the community is doing, then then actually the Magento Association should be there in the middle doing something. Um, and I, I personally think that that uh, well, open source developers, uh, open source development lies in the hands of developers. Um, events are organized by event organizers. Um, trainers are doing their training business, and that's that's all um, in an in an ecosystem like with Magento. It's it's an open source ecosystem, so therefore it's just happening. Uh, without actually any kind of organization doing anything for it. So you don't need to organize the community. Um, however, that community is actually about an open source product. So for me, the, the, the most crucial part, um, as soon as I heard about uh, the Adobe Takeover and as soon as I heard about this split between the Adobe trademark and the Magento trademark, uh, the first thing that came came to my mind, hey, there should be an association that deals with this specific question. Forget about the, all, of the, all of the other things, but uh, where does the trademark go? Who, who is going to be the owner um, of, uh, of open source? And not only the owner of the, the source code, which is um, um, a legal thing, uh, but also uh, the, 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 the problem owner of the source code, uh, which is a totally different thing. And I, I still wonder if for instance the open source or the, the open letter initiative sorry mosca um, whether mosca is is able to change that that culture where the problem owner has always been magento and so now adobe and wh whenever we we see a bug um, and whenever we complain about the the thousands of bugs on github we actually expect adobe to fix those bugs instead of us fixing uh, fixing those bugs um, so as long as we see um, that Magento slash Adobe is responsible for that, then actually the fork is not going to happen either um, because the fork means that, that we no longer need them. Uh, we can actually do everything on our own. Question yeah, I think, mark. I think, like, I think some of that is in, in fixing those bugs or who, who is going to take ownership over this whole code base. And I think you're right. A lot of people might sit on the fence waiting for Adobe to fix the bug where Adobe feels this bug isn't that crucial at this time. We only have so many internal resources. Let's wait. Maybe somebody from the community will fix it. Maybe they won't, but right now it's not a high priority. So we're not going to fix it right this second. If you get the community involved, suddenly there's group ownership of the entire project. Somebody says, hey, I can fix this uh, and uh, I'll go ahead and do it. Now I've contributed to something that's as a group we feel like we own. I don't want to say Adobe is seen as the big bad something or another out there, but they are definitely seen now as the black hole where things go into decisions are made. And then those decisions come back out to the community. And regardless of whatever that decision is, the community is not involved and the decisions are almost always commercial. So, which is also against what the community stands for. I yeah. understand there has to be a commercial version of it, but I think starting with some transparency would help a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's important to say indeed that, that Adobe is not evil. 
it's it's basically just a, a company uh, going for its own um, its its own sake. Uh, and and uh, actually, I, I personally believe also that in open source or in a community, um, being uh, uh, selfish is actually one of the better things to do. Uh, because if you're selfish enough, uh, then you can guarantee that things are working for you. Um, however, while being selfish, you should li- listen to to others as well. And in in that that mechanism, uh, it should should be better beneficial for you and it should be beneficial for others uh, as well that, that's kind of like the the thing um but yeah so so how to turn it around i, I think you mentioned it um and, and I, I think you mentioned the most important part um if adobe is not uh becoming more transparent in their decision making if there's not a roadmap being published upon open source um assuming that there is one um, then actually, uh, the, the the community will not see which way the the the, the whole magenta open source uh, thing is going, and then in the end, that's going to mean that a lot of people are simply just uh, so so unsure about the whole thing that they're either going to leave or create a fork or going to stick with even magenta one and, and etc. Um, and that's the, the the direction we don't want to go to. So something needs to change. And theoretically, that open letter. Um, was of course ad- addressed towards the community, um, and you could uh, you could uh, also discuss a little bit. Does that Magento community also include Adobe? I don't know. Um, I, I think it does, uh, but I'm, I'm not sure if the intention was also for that letter to be directed towards Adobe as an, an enterprise uh, company. Um, yeah, I think Adobe <laughs> Adobe did listen. I mean, there's a, there's a published uh, there's a post also hmm. from Adobe that answers or that is a response to the letter. But so let's just go into what are the what are the nitty gritty parts of it? If we boil this down, what we come out with. The first one is the de- decomposition of the monolith, which is is sort of what is leading up to this. The next one is transparency, uh, unknown variables. They talk about no public roadmap for Magento open source. Um, there is there is usually a published roadmap that happens at an Imagine or, or Adobe Summit or something like that. Um, I think partners are... Are, are privy to some sort of a roadmap. It's not in detail, but at least kind of talks about uh, some of the things that are going to happen. They they do they don't go into granular detail. I don't know if a I don't know if Magento ever did a good job at publishing a roadmap for itself. I don't I don't think so. No. Um, so uh, the, the, whatever happens with the next major release, so for instance, uh, we're currently under under Magenta 2.4. Whatever is going to re- be released with 2.5 at this moment is still more like fake IDs, uh, and definitely the, the the decompositioning of uh, the, the monolith is part of it. Uh, definitely the the surface oriented architecture is part of it, um, and we could could go more technical into those details, but. Um, all of that is presented during during talks, uh, but but actually to have a roadmap would simply mean that somewhere on GitHub or somewhere on a web page, it's clearly described. Hey, these are our plans. So no no marketing fluff, no um, uh, 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 no way of of making it look better than it is. Um, and, and, and theoretically, if there's no roadmap, uh, then we would like to see that there's no roadmap. Then that there's a blank document somewhere like uh, Magenta two point six. Clueless. I don't know. Uh, no plan yet. Yeah, I mean, I, they definitely did put out a roadmap in the past that would be, you know, at, at every event, some some architect would come in and say, "Here's where we're going," 
And, and yeah. I can remember um, Anton Krill talking in, in Magento at the Magento, uh, uh, Meet Magento Germany uh, in 2019, talking specifically about isolated services. And Magento is going to isolated services, not microservices, but isolated services. Yeah. And that yeah. some of those pieces are going to get pulled apart and then you can, de you can deploy those separately. But don't you agree that even if they went to isolated services, which I'm not against, that you could still deploy all those isolated services as a monolith? Yeah, so theoretically it, it does. Uh, but then the, the isolation needs to be built in such a way that uh, you could just uh, de-isolate it as well. Um, so so the, the technical parts here are that uh, on top of um, the REST API, the 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 GraphQL API that we've seen in uh, Magento 2.3, there's going to be a new API that's going to be gRPC. Um, and G stands for any kind of word that starts with a G, as I understand it. Um, and gRPC is basically the, the glue in between all of those isolated services. So um, if there's a catalog service and there's a, a sales service, um, then these services could be located on different servers. So really different um, physical machines. Um, and then they're communicating actually through that gRPC protocol um, to make things happen. Um, and the reason why gRPC and yet uh, not, not just uh, the, the same thing like GraphQL that was already there is basically that GraphQL is excellent for an external protocol, uh, but gRPC is excellent for an internal protocol. So between services that simply need to be as fast as possible. Uh, but as fast as possible is still slowing things down. It's it's still going to be slower than uh, than if there's nothing in between. Um, and that's still the worry that I have, that theoretically, if you need uh, to run gRPC as a protocol on your own single server, just to make sure that all of those uh, services are talking to each other, then I would be eager to remove that glue, to remove that gRPC thing and simply just uh, connect the, the catalog modules and the sales modules, uh, connect them again uh, tightly together. So uh, often Magento is, is, call, is talking about loose coupling. And I always explain that actually um, it's the responsibility for Magento to build an architecture that is loosely coupled. Uh, but it's our responsibility as, as implementers and solution providers to actually tightly connect it, connect everything. So yeah. it's, it's tight coupling because if uh, we go live with a loosely coupled system, <laughs> then, then an order is placed and it, it disappears in nowhere. Um, no, it should be tightly connected. Um, so yeah, I think I think though that right now we're speculating on the fact that that won't be fast enough to work, and at some time it could be fast enough to work, and that. True. The, and and the, really, the, the, the key points of these are, would, would you agree that the, the main key points are this monolith and the roadmap? Are those the two things that you got out of that letter that, that, that the, the Moscow really would like to see addressed well, at least? Well, the, I, I think actually, um, if uh, if if Adobe would uh, would uh, take steps in that direction, um, and actually that that um, that decomposing could be dealt with in multiple different ways. So actually, um, the, the the technical architecture, let, let's call them that, uh, of uh, of uh, Adobe 
um, specifically Anton Krill also, but uh, he, he moved away, um, but also Igor Mihailo. They mentioned that that decoupling could be happening also based upon modules, and there could be a complete set of community modules um, maintained by the community themselves, so that if Adobe uh, no longer sees the benefit of, um, of, uh, of using a MySQL search, connection um, that actually uh, they're using Elasticsearch then for, for all of their customers, uh, but the low-level merchant could still use that community module to allow for the, the MySQL search to, to work again. Uh, so the modularity is, is kind of like the solution of that, that decomposing bit, uh, but I'm not sure if, if, um, if that goes far enough for the, the, the Mosca initiative. I think they, they, it, it's not... Because this idea about uh, uh, modularization is actually not new. It has been advocated already uh, repeatedly by the, the Adobe architects. Um, and despite that, still this letter came out. So I think it, it's about something else. It's about deprecating or not deprecating the stuff that uh, SMB is, is relying upon. Um, not deprecating Luma um, to, to say something evil, theoretically. Um, so, yeah. The, the, the first point is actually a little bit more complex, I think. The second point was um, the open source bit, right? The, the roadmap. And, you know, I, oh, think the roadmap. What, yeah. I think what we're, what we're really coming down to is just more communication and transparency from Adobe would solve this problem. Yep. Then if yep. we learned, hey, Adobe's going in this direction, the community will go in this direction. Right now, it's all speculation. Just like you talked about if, if GRPC isn't fast enough to couple us together. If it's just loosely, loosely coupled, it would call it the, we'll call it the magenta red light district. Um, if, if it's in fact this loosely coupled uh, version of it, where we're swinging with different versions of magento <laughs> and, um, and it doesn't work that great at scale, then, Hey, we're going to have to do something different. But I also feel as though, the the up, upper end of who, whomever is using Magento or Adobe Commerce is going to learn at that scale that it doesn't work, and Adobe is going to solve that problem. Yeah, but, but on the on the other hand, uh, so the, then it's really sounding like an experiment of uh, Adobe itself. Um, so another complaint was actually made as well uh, by the the Mosca initiative, which is um, let's not make. Uh, Magento more complex by adding new uh, architectures and, and whatever, but let's make it less complex. Uh, let's ne let's not go into that microservices bit uh, because that's going to make it more complex for a lot of uh, SMB uh, uh, owners. Uh, but but in instead, let's go for the monolith instead because it works, right? Um, so the difficulty still is, is that if the roadmap is going to be um, published openly, transparently, and et cetera, um, then it's definitely one step in the, into the right direction, but it's not going to solve the problem yet. Yeah, but we I don't know if we don't know exactly if monolith is the problem, and we don't know if we can deploy something that is also already loosely coupled as a monolith. Yeah, and true, and 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 actually, if we, if we talk about uh, the, the 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 actual progress that that this Moscow group already took, um, they they already um, uh, have, have given us uh, or given us, uh, they, they've already brought to the Magento community the, the Hufa project. And the Hufa project on its own could be called headless in, in some way because it's not depending upon 
the Magento um, uh, roadmap actually anymore. Um, it's actually depending upon uh, a, a larger larger set of, of developers just eager to make it work um, led by, uh, by Willem and Vinay. So theoretically, microservices is also still the wrong way. It's more like, um, I don't know, like fr- fragmented responsibilities. Yeah, uh, no, I just, <laughs> I'll just go to the letter here. There has been talk yep. about, the de- about decomposition of the PHP monolith by Adobe's technical architects. So this is the worry that's being introduced by Adobe that they haven't addressed or shared a roadmap or anything about what that means. So there has been talk, and I, I think it's been talk about I don't think anybody's ever said microservices. I think everybody's still been talking about isolated services. Yep. Yep. Um, so that that is different. That is a little different than microservices, but whatever that, whatever. Yeah, but the, it's the a, thing it's is that it, we don't know enough. what's happening. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going. We don't know anything. That's that's the problem. So and then they go on to say this makes for a lot of unknown variables. There's no public roadmap for Magento open source. And this has left a lot of the community who believe in the monolith is a very valid approach in many cases, feeling uneasy about the future of Magento. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what the underpinning to that is, is there's a lot of Magento merchants that use it. And they, some, a lot of those merchants feel uneasy about where their version of Magento is going. And is if it gets more complicated, is that going to get more expensive for me to run my store? Yeah, and I, I think actually um, uh, the, the one of those signs should have been detected by the community already way back uh, when actually um, Magento two point four came out, or was it two point three? No, two point four, when uh, the MySQL search was being deprecated. Yeah, and I think the at, mis- at, mistake there was they should have made it. Uh, optional. They should yeah. not have made it required to do Elasticsearch. They should have and, said, "Hey, use whatever search you want. If you want to, you want a basic search. Continue to use this horrible version of MySQL. Yeah, and, exactly. And let it select everything in the entire database. <laughs> and, and, and on top of it, um, uh, they, they should have released that actually um, under the the Magento open source library um, and basically say like, well, it's it's not the lo- no longer the responsibility of Adobe. This is something that the community should uh, should maintain. Uh, who wants to step up? No one. Well, then it's basically uh, deprecated from the the very start. Um, but instead, they they literally removed it. So it, it basically was a surprise to a lot of um, uh, merchants that they they wanted to upgrade to Magento 2.4 uh, really suddenly or really uh, really quickly uh, because of other things like the imp- performance improving and whatever. And then they s- suddenly found out like, oh, but now I need Elasticsearch. Um, and that that kind of thing should have been. Um, known to everyone already way in advance. Um, yeah, that, that's a great roadmap piece that would be good to communicate in advance so everybody can plan for it. You're exactly yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and the roadmap is still also um, uh, the, the question, f- the, the roadmap for whom? Uh, and that's also kind of like the interesting part. Um, if Adobe really has its stake for uh, enterprise enterprise clients that, that are willing to pay for uh, Adobe Cloud and, uh, and Adobe Commerce, um, then actually they're going to have different needs than all of those SMB uh, owners that are uh, watching their, their pockets because they, they don't have a, a large budget. Um, so that, that, that 
roadmap is not something that Adobe can just come up with on it on their own. Um, if if it's really going to be Magento open source uh, for the community, then that roadmap needs to be influenced by that same community as well. Um, yeah, so again, and I, and I agree with that too. Like they there has to be a more effort back and forth to learn about this roadmap, and they have to recognize that this open source, which is the bulk of the installs of Magento two has a large influence of where the code is going and that Adobe cannot continue to influence the code in an enterprise manner that further, further alienates the broader community of base users that are using it. Like they yeah. have to listen to what the base is saying and that base should influence where Magento open, where Magento, where Adobe commerce goes. Yeah. 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 So and I, I just want to, I want to yeah. just read what the, what the, what the reaction is then in the open letter. So we want to move forward. We believe we, the community can maintain and involve a fork and evolve a fork in, in a way that will carry us forward into the future. So that's, that's the, that's the, rea that's the action that the, this open source Alliance is going to take on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think actually um, the, the interesting thing is still like we could uh, talk about this uh, hours and hours and hours. Um, and it's it's going to be um, highlighting new features or new um, elements of the story again and again as well. So it's, it's going to be interesting, um, but I, I think uh, we, we still need to simply see how this all unravels. Um, the interesting thing is um, that actually the, the letter um, is now there. And basically, um, I think following from that letter, it's it's the responsibility of Mosca to actually already come up with maybe their own roadmap, maybe their own um, uh, action plan, or to already point out what that fork is actually going to do, um, and uh, and how it's going to be maintained. Um, and of course, uh, the Magento Association is is also um, already uh, working upon things as well. So uh, they're, they're setting up a task force and that task force should, should be uh, doing a couple of things in the upcoming, uh, upcoming months. Uh, so they're, they're also busy and picking up upon this uh, change. And, and then lastly, that there's Adobe itself uh, that also needs to uh, listen to all of this feedback and see how that could be fitting into the larger por portion of the story. So yeah, we, we simply need to wait and see, I think, um, where, this all, uh, where this all goes. So uh, just now moving on to the Adobe Associate, the Magento Association. Yeah. Um, their their unresponse to the their response, which is an unresponse, which is really just in English we call it kicking the can down the road. Yeah. They've yeah. said that uh, uh, Slava Slava Kruv, Kruvchuk will will attend Meet Magento Poland, and uh, um, and will be participating in participating in a panel discussion. Which I haven't I haven't seen yet, but I've heard that it exists. I don't know if you watched the panel discussion. Yes, I and did. And then they will move more to share on this topic at MA Connect on October October twenty first. Yeah. So I just want to say that the Magento Association has had years to do something, and they've done nothing. Or well, so. As I mentioned earlier, um, like the Magento Association, they, they were busy with um, a model to to get uh, contributions back from sponsors, but also paying members. Uh, they, they were working for um, an organizational structure with boards and with working groups and, and, and task forces. 
uh, dealing with uh, training and dealing with um, organizing events and, and dealing with uh, so many different things. Mm. Uh, but in, in all of that, um, I, I personally think that they forgot about the most important part, which is open source, that if uh, the open source uh, license is still in the hands or actually the trademark of Magento is still in the hands of uh, Adobe, then actually the Magento Association is still nothing more than an extension of Adobe itself. Um, and, and therefore, uh, I, I would have loved actually for them to push and push and push for that ownership of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of the trademark um, before anything else. Um, and I think also that, that because they didn't make any progress there, um, it's, um, well, it's currently being outrun by this Moscow initiative. So yeah, um, you, you said it was an unresponse. I, I think it was a real valid response, but it was a, a valid response of an organization that doesn't have the, the speed that actually is needed maybe at this point in time. Um, and, and that's where I think um, uh, Moscow is hit, hitting the, 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 the thing spot on. It's basically allowing for um, the right questions, the right demands even, even um all, all the way to to uh, the right timing as well that they 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 said like well now is the time because otherwise it's basically uh, too uh, too late um okay yeah so maybe i was a little bit hard about the yeah, and I, I don't i don't want to be hard upon them uh, but i i do uh, think that actually they they've, they they got stuck in in some form of bureaucracy maybe really early on uh, well, actually, the main thing, the only single thing that, that is most important with an open source project is actually the open source code and who's going to maintain it. If that fails, there's no reason to organize a community, have an ecosystem or whatever. If uh, if the, the source code is not, not living up to its expectations, everyone will simply leave. Um, and that's currently what we see now with that uh, open letter um, so yeah, I, I don't think actually the, the role of the Magento Association has now ended, um, but I personally think that they should pick up upon whatever was started with, um, with Mosca. Um, well, and, and like everyone else, I, I wrote a blog as well, my reaction towards uh, the whole, whole open letter uh, thing. And actually uh, somewhere in there, I, I basically realized while, while writing it um, that I, I find it funny to see that the Magento Association is representing the community or is supposed to be representing the community. Um, and then actually they, they came up with the idea to start a task force to, uh, to see where the, 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 the open source uh, uh, project might, might lead into. Um, and that's going to take months. But if I would look currently in the Magento ecosystem for such a community initiative, then it's already there. It's, it's Mosca. So actually, um, the Magento Association, to my opinion, shouldn't really come up with its own task force to do something with open source. No, they should literally say the Magento Association task force um, about open source is equaling Mosca. That's it. Yeah, no, I was about to say the exact same thing, that there is a task force that has been organized and it is active and they're working towards it. And I, yeah. I will, I will in, in the defense of the Magento Association, I am on the membership committee now and they are organizing a number of committees to make these happen. Um, I will say that there is no communication between committees. So one committee doesn't know that necessarily the other committee may, may even exist. 
<laughs> which I think there has to be um, there has to be more transparency about what what's going on in terms of the broader picture, like a roadmap for the association, I think would be very helpful and some yeah. transparency and communication in which here's what it takes to organize this. This is no small feat. Um, I know they've come out in the past to say that the, the negotiations with Adobe and the, the legal part of it has taken forever. Okay. That's great. But they have an opportunity to tell us every month that this is what's happening. And here's our, here's our roadmap. Here's our, here's our roadblocks. Here's where the yep. problems are happening. It's really legal. Um, and then from a social side of it, social media, you know, it's very simple, not very simple, but they could, they could form a social media committee or, you know, marketing, a marketing committee, or, and they could have a marketing chairperson who's responsible for just making sure that this marketing things get out. They already have oh. a blogging initiative, which is basically just people blogging about this and that, but they don't, they don't then um, communicate that in a manner through a social channels to make sure everybody's on the same page. Yeah, so um, I, I, I might have mentioned this uh, this in an earlier uh, chat between the two of us uh, earlier. Um, there's this uh, this um, white paper um, written by Eric Raymond, who's one of the more or less one of the founders of uh, Linux, or maybe he's, he's actually one of the founders of the Linux Foundation. Anyway, but um, uh, and, and he wrote a, a, a white paper called "The Cathedral and the Bazaar." Um, and in the cathedral, basically, we're, we're all listening to the priest. Uh, we, we've got rituals. Uh, you can't just stand up and say something. No, you have to do that in a formal way. Um, there's, there's, there's basically a really tight regulation of what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do. Um, and actually, when it comes to um, larger enterprise corporations, then often you can see that cathedral uh, model actually pop up. Um, and actually, the, the 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 comparison between the cathedral and the bazaar is actually really about open source projects. So then comes the bazaar, the marketplace. Um, in that bazaar, actually, everyone starts to shout whatever they feel like it. Uh, so literally, just picture um, a, a bazaar, maybe a more more like a, an Arab feeling or something. That everyone is just selling their olives, selling their pita breads, selling whatever they they want to sell. Um, and that the one that is shouting out the loudest is always getting uh, getting noticed the, the the biggest. But then, um, if other people are disliking it, they they will just get rid of that person also. Um, so there's a very organic, very natural way of of handling that 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 community. Um, and in that marketplace, it means also that if you're not transparent, if um, other people are suspecting that you're withholding information from from them, uh, then we, they will treat you also in an uh, in a suspicious way uh, as well. And somehow I get the feeling that Adobe is definitely the cathedral, but that's that's not a bad thing. But that's maybe also the way to run a large corporation. Um, Hufa feels much more like uh, the 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 actual the, the the actual bazaar because well I'm 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 seeing the the Slack channel uh, traffic I'm seeing all, all of the discussions um, and it's kind of like chaotic uh, and if if somebody says like hey but I, I got an ID then other people are standing up like oh let's let's do it there's a lot of enthusiasm but now the question is what what side is the Magento Association um, to my feeling it should be the bazaar it should be kind of like in the middle of a huge bazaar with thousands of opinions and a lot of chaos and a lot of uh, love, but also hatred and whatever else is happening in that, that larger family. 
Um, in the middle, that there should be a little bit of an information center called the Magento Association. And then if you want to build a front end, then they're going to explain you like, well, we've got Vue Storefront, we've got Luma, we've got Hufa, uh, we've got PWA Studio, take your pick, but it's not our opinion. Um, when it comes to uh, the, the, the future, they, they say like, well, some people are saying like uh, there should be a, a, an isolated services thing. And some other people are saying like um, monolith. Oh, and there's shopware as well. Uh, they, they also have a stand here at the same marketplace. Um, but they're, they're serving that community by just being in the middle of that conversation. However, what I see is actually the cathedral behavior um, that, that there's a lot of conversing insights. Um, and then actually whatever comes out is a smooth message that is filtered down that doesn't have teeth anymore. It doesn't have um, that, that opinionated thing that makes a marketplace a marketplace. Um, and that's, that's, I guess, like one of the, the current issues that we have uh, with the association. Yeah, and I, I think we have to recognize, too, that, um, that they can't move fast. They have a lot of constraints on them. There's Smith Buckland in the background that is saying we can't do a lot of the things. We can't do edgy things because it's going to stir up too many. It's going to cause too many problems. We can't be that. We can't be that edgy people or edgy edgy um, type of, um, of, um, of of place or whatever. But um, what they could do, and I think you you've you've hit the point there, is they could be that sort of transparent place where a lot of these ideas will land and then they could educate or at least help point people in the right direction and help yeah. people understand, Hey, if you do want view storefront, or you do want a PWA studio, here's what that means. Learn more about it. And they could focus their efforts at this time around education and helping people understand the right direction that are not the right, just a direction you could go into by helping them make informed choices. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so actually, um, you, you mentioned earlier that uh, the panel uh, at the, at the Meet Magento Poland was something that, that you didn't watch uh, yet. So I know what you're going to do uh, later on tonight um, because it's it's must see. Uh, but what struck me also during that thing was first of all, um, Adobe was not present, um, but that's a pity that that was also uh, properly explained uh, in in. I think in the panel as well, but also in the chat, uh, Eric Irway was uh, was out there, um, and there's basically um, a, a COVID stop for traveling. And I'm not sure if that's US related or um, specifically Adobe related. I, I guess more uh, it's it's more an Adobe thing. But anyway, so Adobe personnel is not allowed to travel to events. Point. Um, however, um, I really felt that maybe because of that, but but it it simply was there happening in the panel. Um, there was a discussion between Hufa and the Magento Association. And, and of course, it was not a, a fierce discussion. It was not um, that knives were put on the table. And uh, sometimes <laughs> I, I want to see the entire cutlery. So if you start about talking about forks, then knives should also be in there. Um, because then actually um, you, you can get started with maybe the differences between the two people or two organizations or whatever. And then from that moment onwards, everything is, is on the table and then you can move on and say like, okay, but hey, but we're still a big family. So what, what to do next? And I've really felt that the Magento Association was kind of um, uh, protecting Adobe. Um, and maybe that's a good thing because Adobe was not able to defend itself. Um, 
But still, I, I really felt like, hey, but the, the, the Magento Association should be more than just um, um, embracing Adobe and, and protecting it. It should embrace any kind of community initiative. And uh, from the very moment when, when Hufa was mentioned by the Magento Association, it always felt to me that they were looking at Hufa as this external thing that they were unable to influence. So therefore, it was outside of the Magento Association. It was happening somewhere at the, the borders of the Magento community, um, outside of their reach. Um, and, and that's basically proving that the Magento Association needs to have a different attitude. Um, it, it's basically that they should be on that border part as well. They, they should be out there and, and totally embracing all of the, the initiatives that are um, making Magento grow, but maybe yeah. also uh, holding it back a, a, as well. So Magento One as a, or Mage One as an initiative, totally embrace it. Uh, open Mage, totally embrace it. Embrace basically everything that is happening in this ecosystem because then you can represent everyone. Yeah, the, the real beauty of our community is the innovations that happen from the community. And so maybe what the Magento Association really needs is an innovation committee that then looks at all the things that are happening. And then as a committee, a small group, they can somehow make a decision to say, let's get behind. Let's not, we, we're not going to get behind and promote Hufa, but we'll at least talk about it because it's, there's enough out there that says there's a lot of people that should learn about this. So let's educate people. Yeah. Um, the same with, with the monolith and the same with um, microservices or isolated services. Let's help people see, make educated opinion or educated decisions about what these things are and point people in the right direction and start building content around that. I think that yeah. from right now, that would be the, the most important piece of it. And I think what, yeah, but, um, yeah. what Magento has lost most, I think, is this innovation. Like Innovation Labs used to be a thing. There's no more of that. So that's really gone to the community. And the community's doing it. We can see that happening with Hufa and things like that. But there's no central place that says, hey, this, this new thing from from Hufa is something we should really take a look at. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I think that there, there's still um, a little bit of a, a line between um, pointing in, into the right direction and actually educating people on top of as well. So maybe um, we've been chatting for almost uh, an hour. Uh, <laughs> you said like it would only be 30 minutes, but here we go. Uh, uh, to, to make it um, a little bit uh, self-promoting as well, because that's that's what I'm uh, often good at uh, also, is uh, I'm organizing uh, my own uh, event uh, in three weeks' time that's, uh, that's going to be Reacticon number four. Um, and to me personally, I, I, I love the way that, that it became a thing um, because at the, at the moment when actually um, Adobe took over and there was this fuss between uh, the M Magento... I even forgot the name of it, the Meet Magento Association um, and, uh, and uh, all of the Meet Magento organizers worldwide uh, as well. And um, a lot of event organizers were saying like, hey, but I need to pay a certain fee towards the Meet Magento Association, but what do I get out of it? And there, were, there was a lot of complexity with organizing an event. Um, and I've been organizing already events on my own for quite some time. Um, and I, I started to laugh in, in, inside myself a little bit, uh, like, hey, but I, I'm still there. I'm just doing the thing that I want to do. And nobody's going to tell me that I need to do it differently. Um, and that's basically Reacticon uh, 4. 
Um, and I'm mentioning it um, because, first of all, uh, there, there's going to be four days. Uh, day number one is going to be about uh, general front-ending, all kinds of different things, so miscellaneous, but it's also going to include view storefront. Number uh, Day number two is going to be shopware. Day number three is going to be PWA Studio. And then the day number four is going to be Hufa. Um, and if you if you uh, saw the, the Hufa talk of Willem last year at Reacticon number three, then uh, well then then you've got you're, you're in for something good with the Reacticon four as well. It's going to be um, quite exciting, and not just with a single announcement, but actually with multiple announcements uh, as well. Which shows actually that I, I that, that this innovation and uh, the education could still come from community members as well. So maybe maybe I wanted to mention it because. Um, the, the way that I'm putting down Reacticon is basically not only by making a statement, whoever wants to organize an event is able to do that, just make it interestingly enough for the community and the community will follow. Uh, but on top of it, it's also kind of like that, that innovation could come from the community as well. So where, where does that leave the Magento Association? Um, well, if the Magento Association is going to ask me, do, do you want to place Reacticon under the hood of the Magento Association or Mosca or whatever, then I will definitely say, no, uh, go away from me. <laughs> I want to do it on my own. I want to do it in the way that I see fit, um, but just embrace it. Um, just make sure that, you, that you're seeing the value of it and seeing the, the added value of, of everything that happens in that ecosystem. Um, and that basically is back to that point. I don't think that the Magento Association should should do a hard thing. They should pursue that, that ownership of the trademark. That's, that's still number one. That's still where it stands or, fall, or, or falls, uh, falls. It's basically where the forking needs to be there or it doesn't need to be. Um, but everything else is basically a mapping function. It's basically that, that information center in the marketplace of, of the community, uh, that, that bazaar. Um, and that basically that information center should just spread that information on whatever. Um, and there's so much information. So I think actually, if you're going to channel all of the information in the community to everyone in the community, it's going to be a challenging job on its own. But you don't need to come up with new material. Um, that, that's maybe the, the fun part. The community is already in charge of that material. The community is in charge of the, the, the innovation. Um, and the Magento Association should just bring it out. Um, yeah, you've, yeah. Hit, you've hit it right on the head there that um, what they can be is just a conduit to help organ or to help to put the put all that information in a place that people can understand what, what it is, where it is, and they can just be the facilitator to help people to put that put some of that content in a place where everybody can find it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so it's basically that 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 there's this um, this new bit that Magento Association Association could go into the Magento open source conduit. Alliance, yeah. So Moscow, the but then spelled differently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just the Magento Hub, something like that would be fine. <laughs> um, all right, we're we're already over, um, but uh, I do want to just uh, just comment a little bit about people making their own, own events and how why that happened. And Mage Titans is a great example of that, where you know it did not fit into the Magento Meet Magento event structure. And then um, we, we organized Mage X, which was a reaction to 
not being able to fit into the mage titan structure <laughs> um and you know i think people make events all over the world all the time that are that are in re- in in reaction they react to conning to the fact that we don't want to do exactly what uh, what the magento association is doing what Mag- what the magento association could do better now is simply embrace the fact that people are going to put on events do they want to endorse them or not that's up to the Magento Association, I think. And I think it would be as this hub, we call this this hub. They could have meet Magento events that are in one column. And then they could have other Magento events that are unrelated or un, unsanctioned or unendorsed by the Magento Association. Yet they are happening. And they're happening for a re- all, number of reasons. You know, nobody wants to pay the huge fee. They don't want to. They don't want to have to say, "I'm going to get 400 people at this event," or whatever the reason is. This event yeah, is going to happen. But then I would simplify things. Uh, just uh, unsanction all of the events. Then it becomes a, a single listing without any kind of maintenance. Um, maintenance in, instead of um, putting a lot of work into it, just get rid of the regulations. Get rid of anything except for maybe the trademark thing. That that if somebody comes up uh, with a single event to shame Magento then at that moment it becomes a legal thing. And that's kind of like the responsibility of hopefully the Magento Association on the long run. Uh, but everything else, I, I, I'm, I'm preferring less organization, less um, organization <laughs> rules, <laughs> um, and, and basically um, more embracing of what is already out there in the community. So uh, yeah, and that's, that's summing, it, uh, summing up the, the thing for the, the open source task force. It's already there. It's Mosca. Um, the events, you don't need to come up with a structure because there's already plenty of events. How awesome. Um, it, it, there's basically little that you need to do to, to um, basically f- form a little bit of structure in that, that, that community that we already have. It's basically only doing that structuring. That's, that's yeah, it, it doesn't need to be hard. All right. So we, we are, we are going to actually have to end because we were going to just do 30 minutes. And I think we're going to go for more than an hour now, but I am also putting on an event in January and it's going to be an unconference. Um, and we are going to invite all the different platforms to the event. So it's not going to be a Magento specific event. It is going to be a, a, a commerce unconference in Orlando, Florida, January 21st and 22nd, and it will be capped. I think we're going to try to do 140 people or something like that anyways. So that's my plug on, on our own events. But I think at this point, we probably have to stop because I can hear your Slack going. Well, pl- plus, um, I, I, I thought actually um, uh, that, that I wanted to mention something that I really didn't know. Uh, last week you had a, an interview also or a podcast with uh, Chen Lan. Yes, she's a drummer. Yeah, she's a rock yeah. star. Yeah, I didn't know that. So um, let's let's uh, watch all of the, the the covers of her and her band uh, later on. So, so that's what you can hear in the background. Ah, good. Yeah. Uh, so if I would have had more time, I I could have incorporated some of her music into the into the uh, podcast. But uh, we we got that up up and quickly. So. That's for the outro and the intro. Uh, in an yeah, maybe episode. on this one. No, I want yeah. to try to publish this today as well. Mm, okay. <laughs> if, if you do remember one of the other podcasts that I did with you, I had Chopin in it. You, you did go back and listen to, uh, I think in the intro, I had Chopin. We've got plenty of reasons to stop right here. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
Well, thank you. Thank you today. This has been thank fantastic. You. Uh, very spirited. We're going to have another discussion about events in the future because I can see we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me. Um, and um, yeah, let's, uh, let's chat uh, soon. Bye. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce. New shows out every week.